on this episode of the 2x e-commerce podcast show we're going to be talking about all key announcements at the google io developer conference 2018 that will affect the e-commerce landscape over the next 12 months and beyond do stay tuned well, well, welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kanae, answers them. Also here from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. And I'm your host, Kune Campbell. This is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Thank you for tuning in because I know you'll get to improving metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales. Right. Today's episode is going to be, as I said earlier, about the Google I.O. event 2018 and all of the key announcements that affect e-commerce. But before we go into it, I want to ask you um, to please, please, please vote um, for the podcast as the best online talk radio in the business category for the Mixergy Online Radio Awards. The deadlines are the 20th of May, midnight. It should be EST, Eastern Time in the US. Please, please, please vote. It's only going to take you literally after you click on that link three seconds you just get to the landing page look for 2x e-commerce radio button and click submit that's all it would take i really really appreciate it it's just one way of supporting me um i'm supporting this show i never thought you know the show would um would would make it to um to, to get in an award so please 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 try try your best to to vote um for for the show i would really really appreciate it okay We'll just jump in and rolling to the next segment of the show. With retail moving online, finding a good domain name has become ever so important. But the challenge is that most decent.com addresses are either difficult to acquire or unavailable. The good news is that retailers now have a powerful alternative with the .store domain name. The .store domain name will be short, relevant, and directly associate your site with e-commerce and retail. Search engines give .store domains the equal attention and importance as .com TLDs. .store domains have already been adapted by top brands such as Emirates. So if you check out Emirates.store, you get to a store there. Jimi Hendrix, so Jimi Hendrix.store and F1 Formula One, F1.store. If you want a short and snappy domain name for your retail brand or your online store, you can now get a .store domain for just £4.99, which is about $6.99 using the coupon code 2XSTORE. That's 2XSTORE on get.store. Just go to get.store in your search engines and use 2XSTORE. 
This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so I had been, I don't know if you follow the Google I.O. event. I think there are three major events in the tech space I follow every year. One is Google I.O. event, which takes place most Mays, I think, and I think in November. No, it's May, just May. This year, it was um, on the Tuesday, May 8th to the 10th, Friday, um, Thursday. The other event I, I also, you know, um, pay attention to is the Facebook F8. And um, obviously, I also do like the Apple, you know, event. Those are like the three major um you know authorities really in um in the tech space and um that actually directly impact on on the world of e-commerce you know in in general um google has got um you know android which is its its major product um obviously search is the baseline but android is its major product it's it's kind of like its distribution it's a way it gets you know into as many screens and you know as, as much information as possible so there's google search google android and there's also from Apple, it, it's really the devices, really, in the, in the the app ecosystem, and um, and and then Facebook. Facebook is is largely, you know, the audience reaching out to people. You know, social graph is is massive. But um, this year, you know, just um, just going back into the context of this um, episode, it's it's really around um the Google I/O events. Um, I first started out by you know kind of looking at all the key announcements. And what I've done on this show or this episode really is to filter out the announcements that really affect us in the e-commerce space, you know, in general. Um, There's some very, very futuristic, um, um, you know, um, well, milestones that have been achieved by Google. Um, voices is, 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 I wouldn't even say it's the future of voices now. Voices happening right now. You know how, like, um, you know, five years ago, we we're like saying mobile is the future. Well, voice is the next frontier. So, um, voice AR are the next frontier. Uh, but the, the key things you must be doing now on your websites that, um, will give you an edge, you know, basically. And that's what I'm going to talk about in this show. I'm going to talk about the key announcements as related to, um, I'd say the, the more long term, you know, um, ecosystem in Google and tech in general as it affects commerce. 
And um, beyond that, I'm also going to be talking about, um, you know, um, key announcements, Google specifically, you know, made in conference, uh, yeah, well, sessions they they um, they ran specifically for e-commerce. And I'll, I'll link in the show notes to, to those um, talks, those specific talks. So, um, yeah. I'll start out with um, Google Assistant. Um, if you don't know what Google Assistant is, it's more or less um, the AI. Um, it's a voice-activated AI um, in which you you ask Google questions, and you know um, it it it, um, it it pretty much tries to answer or solve problems for you. Um, the equivalent in um, on Apple is Siri, and um, the equivalent of Google um, Assistant on on Apple on on Amazon is. Um, is, is the Alexa. So, so yeah, um, I hope I don't trigger the Alexa in my background. I, I said so. <laughs> um, Alexa, no, please turn off. I had to, to do that. So yeah. Um, so, so it's really important, um, to, to, to understand and the major stride Google, um, assistant has, has made and, you know, is, more natural voice and they basically based their male voice on john legend the r&b um, star so um you no longer need to say okay google it just remembers you know your your um your your, your past um you know um answers and passes multiple questions in one sentence it is very very conversational now and it's pretty much adopted a very natural you know, pattern in, in terms of, um, you know, voice in terms of, um, you know, speaking really within Google assistant, Google announced, a um, a very, 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 very nifty. And I'll tell you where, where this is going with regards to e-commerce, very, very nifty feature called duplex. It's, it's new and, um, it works both on the consumer side and on Google side. I'll tell you how it basically is, a personal assistant, an artificial intelligence personal assistant, voice driven, that will book appointments for you. So um, I'm going to play a YouTube video. Pretty much, I'm just going to play a snippet, the audio from a YouTube video on how it works. Um, so just just stay tuned. It turns out a big part of getting things done is making a phone call. You may want to get an oil change schedule, maybe call a plumber in the middle of the week or even schedule a haircut appointment. You know, we are working hard to help users through those moments. We want to connect users to businesses in a good way. Businesses actually rely a lot on this, but even in the US, 60% of small businesses don't have an online booking system set up. We think AI can help with this problem. So let's go back to this example. Let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment on Tuesday between 10 and noon. What happens is the Google Assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Let's listen. Oh, happening out here. Hi, I'm calling to book a women's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. 
We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. That was a real call you just heard. The amazing thing is the assistant can actually understand the nuances of conversation. We've been working on this technology for many years. It's called Google Duplex. It brings together all our investments over the years in natural language understanding, deep learning, text-to-speech. By the way, when we are done, the assistant can give you a confirmation notification saying your appointment has been taken care of. Let me give you another example. Let's say you want to call a restaurant, but maybe it's a small restaurant which is not easily available to book online. The call actually goes a bit differently than expected. So take a listen. See how may I hear you? Hi, um, I'd like to reserve a table for Wednesday the 7th. For seven people? Um, it's for four people. Four people when? Um, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Oh, actually, we leave here for like upper like five people. For few, four people, you can come. How long is the wait usually to uh, be seated? For when tomorrow or weekday or? For next Wednesday, uh, the seventh. Oh no, it's not too busy. You you, you can come for four people, okay? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Thanks. Yeah. Bye bye. Again, that was a real call. We have many of these examples where the calls quite don't go as expected, but the assistant understands the context, the nuance. It knew to ask for wait times in this case and handle the interaction gracefully. Look, we're still developing this technology, and we actually want to work hard to get this right, get the user experience and the expectation right for both businesses and users. But done correctly, it'll save time for people and generate a lot of value for businesses. We really want it to work in cases, say if you're a busy parent in the morning and your kid is sick and you want to call for a doctor's appointment. So we're going to work hard to get this right. There is a more straightforward case where we can roll this out sooner, where, for example, every single day, we get a lot of queries into Google where people are wondering on the opening and closing hours of businesses. But it gets tricky during holidays, and businesses get a lot of calls. So we as Google can make just that one phone call and then update the information for millions of users, and it'll save a small business countless number of calls. So we're going to get moments like this right and make the experience better for users. This is going to be rolling out as an experiment in the coming weeks, and so stay tuned. You know, common theme across all this is we are working hard to give users back time. We've always been obsessed about that at Google.
isn't that amazing? So, so, so basically, the the platform or this platform would, would actually um, converse, will call on your behalf with you know a service provider and actually converse, understand what you know the person is saying at the end of the um, on the other end of the the phone and converse and actually book an appointment using your your Google Calendar, right? And um, yeah, and, and their details, you know, it would add their entry into your 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 so into into your calendar. That's just mind blowing. And at the same time, this um device, this this feature duplex will go into your um could as a business could um call your office, right? It will call your office from Google, right? And then ask when your opening times are over, you know, the holidays. And then update your Google listing to open times rather than you having to proactively do it. So this is AI on steroids, really. So it's 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 amazing. And what how does this you know um, affect e-commerce? Well, what is basically happening is that um, on the one hand you have Amazon with um, with with its device. I'm not going to say it's with with its device and um, with its voice operator device, and it's it's making you know voice voice enabled orders pretty seamless um, on the Amazon platform, which is, you know, the, the biggest e-commerce platform in the US and, um, you know, a few other countries in which they, they operate in. And on the flip side, you have Google, who is the gate, which are the gateway to other e-commerce, you know, websites. Google and Facebook really are, you know, the gateway to other e-commerce sites. So what the feature is going to look like is if you sell, say, speakers or you sell stationary, people are going to ask Google, right, to buy or repeat purchases from their favorite websites. And um, Google is either going to use Google's shopping platform, which it has to monetize to get a cut from um, these transactions. So the the essence is Google is seeing that the future of the web is going to be voice activated and it's prepping itself well well ahead. It's actually providing you know the technology um, for, for voice. So from from an e-commerce standpoint, you need to be really aware of voice, of how voice is going to play a huge part in terms of, um, you know, ordering, um, in terms of, you know, instantaneous, um, you know, orders, especially if your your products are kind of like um, replenishable. So if you're selling replenishables, you really need to tap into listen, stick, you know, stick your ears into ground as to um, the strides Google is making to what's integrating its Google Assistant platform with commerce in general. Um, there are no major announcements there, but this is a huge step in 2018. I would not be surprised that in 2019 or 2020, that, um, you know, um, they will be APIs provided um, that will connect commerce, you know, sites with Google Assistant. Google also announced, um, so, so that's one major f- announcement. Google also announced um, uh, an Android P phone, um, which is like a bottomless um, Android device, um, which is pretty much like the iPhone um, X. And I think the major takeaway here is like, um, you know, phones are going to be getting much bigger screens in general. And um, we just need to 
be re- be you know be we need to know be aware of um, the fact that we need to adjust you know um, our designs for for our sites to 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 adjust to these new new layouts you know um, there are going to be a lot more gestures and we need to figure out how we could um, to understand the gestures basically and um, implement them on on our websites you know basically and. Um, if you're going to be running apps or progressive web apps, um, it, it may be really important to just understand, you know, um, just to understand where 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 all this is going with regards to to the new screen estates, you know, gestures and, and all. So it's going to be really bottomless, really. The third announcement, which I think is going to affect e-commerce, is Google Lens. Google Lens basically is. Um, is basically Google's the, the camera on Android devices on steroids. Basically, they they pretty much can now recognize objects very well with high accuracy, and they could actually listen to this, purchase those items online on your behalf. Right. So again, this is Google, you know, trying to seamlessly, seamlessly, you know, um, um, get into you know user experience you know to just cut down you know friction in your entire journey you know use user journey so um basically it was pretty nifty you just um raise the phone the google lens you know um app and you could um you know put it up on a on a dress and google would aim to match that dress with what it has in its archive and if it doesn't find it it will find similar styles for you to to look at so that's just amazing it's mind-blowing um shopping is going to change really when you think about that um so so it's like super important it's even more important that um your image quality in terms of um the um the depth of detail you you provide in your images are you know um uh, as best as you can so um so you don't miss this opportunity google has not yet integrated google lens with any of its other you know platforms such as google shopping um but it, it is very 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 significant and i don't see um that not coming anytime soon you know basically especially when it misses like a match um so when it doesn't get a match um, I would assume that, um, you know, the similar styles um, or, you know, um, or similar recommendations will be pulling off Google Shopping first or a Google Shopping will, top, will be top of the fold for um, above all the other organic stuff. So it's going to be a very, very interesting space. And what I see, where I see this all going is... Um, Obviously, with Amazon's device, there's now a, a, a visual, you know, um, you know, interface. Now, um, we're going to be talking a lot to our phones, you know, going forward to devices, really, you know, going forward um, while seeing what um, getting visual feedback. If you see what I mean, so it's it's really really interesting space um, to to be honest. So, so those are the major sort of announcements in the Android space. Now, with regards to specifically e-commerce. Um, the key uh, I had to listen through to the sessions. I'm going to link to to the sessions specifically for e-commerce and in, in the show notes. I think Google. What you need to sort of bear in mind, if there's one thing you're going to take from this episode, is that Google is super super serious about speed. And um, the way it's achieving this is PWA, which is Progressive Web Apps, AMP, and um, and also Google Payments. Okay. This trio 
is uh, this trinity really is is how Google aims to improve speed, you know, pretty pretty radically on the web. I'm going to start out with AMP. So AMP is pretty much a front-end framework and library of components that are built on top of HTML. They're specifically designed for performance. So, so what AMP, you know, pretty much mandates is like, you know, pretty, uh, like a number of rules, you know, about its pages that, that are forced to maintaining performance and enabling caching. And so, 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 so basically, um, it just enables AMP rendered pages pre to pre-render, you know, quite effectively in like, you know, an average of like half a second from Google search. So AMP has been running for over five years now on, um, on published web on, but now AMP is been implemented in e-commerce. There's now full support for AMP in e-commerce. And this is like very, very important. And if you do not seize the opportunity on rendering AMP now in e-commerce, you're going to lose a lot of revenue. And, you know, um, what Google would do has done like any other platform is they've um run they've they rolled out some um, prototypes with with giants you know such as ali alibaba um i think they've they've run um with um flowers.com they've done with um bhphotos.com they give examples in this session and in every single case um every retailer with the increase in speed increased revenue basically in by the thing the minimum was about 24% in terms of increasing conversions so so that that is like massively significant just due to improving speed so if there's one thing you can do this year um on your site it would be to improve speed so the way amp works really is um you could you know implement amp on a set of pages um like gateway pages basically um like alibaba i think um, implemented it initially on all their product pages so their product pages loaded super quickly um you know and um they you know um and and and, and then they, they rolled out in in other you know um sections of their website the key thing really is you it's it's really you know um from Google's perspective, low effort in terms of implementation of AMP. It's fast loading, it's out of the box, and it just provides superior UX. So um, it's most certainly something you want to consider with regards to, you know, loading your your, your site properly. I believe if you run, um, you know, on platforms such as Magento 2, you, you, the, the, you know, um, their, um, their, their extensions with Magento that will... Um, you know, um, that, that work well to, towards, um, you know, implementing AMP, you know, or deploying AMP on, on your site. Um, with PWA, which is Progressive Web Apps, um, which Google terms as more or less an overracking methodology, um, Google has now launched, uh, you know, um, progressive web apps at scale, basically. So they're no longer, um, you know, um, testing progressive web apps with, um, with big corporations, with a few, with a handful of big corporations. It's, it's now live there. There's full methodology and library of progressive web apps. And the way progressive web apps work is they create pretty much in, in layman's terms, they create a web app native experience 
on your website, on your e-commerce website. So you're, you, you, you appear when people, you know, eventually, um, get on your site, hopefully by AMP, the, the experience they get will be very similar to what they get on a native mobile app which is super. So the speed, all the advantages of an app, which is, you know, um, the speed, the engagement, the UX, you know, gets transferred to the mobile web. And the reason why Google is doing this is um, it's scared because um, 80% of our time on mobile, mobile, you know, mobile devices is spent on apps. So, and Google is obviously the gateway to, to the web. And um, that 80% used to be like, you know, 60% and it's shrunk. So Google share, which used to be like 40%, you know, mobile web has shrunk to 20%. So what they're trying to do is, you know, give a pushback by, you know, giving users an incentive to use the mobile web because, you know, um, websites, their favorite websites, you know, um, will then provide that, you know, um, you know, app-like experience basically. And that that is the future, you know, um, the future is going to be very, Happy, you know, the future of the web is going to be app, you know, very app, um, app centric, you know, um, going forward. So, um, the, you know, PWA really is a transition from Ajax. Remember what Ajax did to, to the web, you know, where things were just loading much faster. And now, um, things are, you know, loading and you're interacting, you know, with, um, with things much faster, with, with components in the site much faster. Your, your experience really is, is a mobile experience. And, you know, you could, um, the PWA could actually give you an offline, could actually work offline. So, um, even with a choppy, you know, internet connection, um, via cellular device, you could still, you know, um, do something decent, you know, with, with a product catalog. So, um, Google advises, um, you know, the implementation of these two, um, you know, um, 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 protocols for e-commerce, you know, right away, they're, they're hugely recommended. I would suggest you, you, you research it for whatever platform you use. Finally, um, Google's major announcement was um, Google Pay. Um, and they had like a Google Pay best practice, which what Google Pay essentially, where, where Google Pay is now, it's more or less and what the Amazon one-click checkout was. Um, so they want to get people to completely bypass forms and autocomplete, kind of like what Apple Pay is. Um, it's the same thing, really. They're, they're competing head and head. And um, I think PayPal is really lagging, to be honest. So it's 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 going to be, you know, pretty much, um, obviously, thumb, um, thumb integrated and... Um, it's it's pretty much um you know um going to be a button a one click button on products pages so there will be no need for a checkout <laughs> basically there will be no need for a checkout um so so it's 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 going to be amazing um with regards to it's 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 already been deployed um obviously my thoughts are you you should obviously have um you know Google Pay especially for Android Android users and um, Apple Pay you know side by side so basically if like you recognize that the person is on an Android device you know you just push out the Google Pay bu- Google Pay button you know as a default and um, if the person is on an Apple device you know push out the Apple Pay you know um, button by default as one click on your product pages so so. They're like, these are like really, really important things that can, you know, um, pretty much improve your bottom line. So if you, you know, pretty much, you know, um, um, adhere to some of what I've just discussed, um, you, 
may probably, you know, um, increase your revenue and not do any other thing. You may actually increase, you know, um, your revenue, you know, in the next um, six to 12 months, you know, with these um, suggestions by, by Google. Um, and I'm sure, you know, I'm super certain that I'm an, an AMP and a PW enabled, you know, websites will um, actually have um, SEO advantages. Google actually did mention um, the fact that um, um, PWA and AMP, AMP especially has been um, integrated with Google AdWords. And um, they showed examples of um, high, high, high um, increases in, in conversions. I'm going to link to, to the video. You should just watch the full video. Anyway, guys, um, that's about it, really. That's about it. If um, you have any questions about um, the, the announcements or you, you have anything to add to the announcements, people are starting to email me quite regularly now. Um, and it's quite good. Um, I'm asking questions up there. I might actually do a Q and a, um, on, on the show, a Q and a, um, dedicated show, but though the, these, these, um, yeah, the, the, these, these strides in, um, in, in Google and the mobile web, you know, in general and voice are like, you know, quite significant and, yeah, the future looks bright. <laughs> anyway, um, until the, the next show to guys, to have a good one and please remember to vote, you know, um, for, for this, you know, show, um, as I said, you know, the first link in the show notes to you know, try and vote and yeah, thank you so much. Um, catch you later. Bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2xecommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.